Yo, 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 what's good? Welcome back to the Hard Hits Podcast, the podcast bringing you all the latest news in the hard-hitting sports. I go by the name of Man Like Doms and I'm here with my boy AB. In the building. Today we're just going to break down all the latest action that's happened in the UFC um, and obviously most recent event, um, the AJ versus Usyk fight. Um, wow. Like, We'll get into that one later, but I think we've got a lot to say on that one. But um, yeah, so... Let's start off with you, seen it. Yeah, let's start off, even though that was the later one. But um, yeah, so the first fight of the main card was Andrade versus Cavillo. Um, now, what did you make of that fight, we, Dominic? Uh, we've, we've both seen um, Andrade fight before against Shevchenko, and she didn't really look too convincing, but saying that it's more of a case of like Shevchenko herself is like a really dominant fighter so most people wouldn't look that good against her so um, it's kind of hard to hard to gauge how good you are when you're fighting against the best but if you're number one contender you you have to that's the moment yeah. to step it up in it so um, for me that fight itself yeah it was um, it was interesting to see because obviously after seeing and George lose before and not really knowing too much about this uh, Cavill uh, girl, it was, I was more expecting like more the same because I'm not too familiar with her. But surprisingly, she was dominant in the fight. Like she yeah. she controlled most of the things that happened in that fight. Like so, from where it started off, it was more of a case where Andrade was coming out looking like she was looking for the stop, and I think. Um, one of the commentators, I don't know if it was Joe Rogan, mentioned like that Andrade actually predicted, like, I'm going to be the first person to knock this girl out. Like, wow. That's what she said. So the way she came out, she meant what she said. Like, I, I really meant what I said. Like, that, that sort of vibe, <laughs> didn't it? Like, she, came, she came out on the smoky thing. And um, she was sort of controlling the centre. And it seemed like, to me, like, Cavillo was uh, trying to keep the distance. Like, not get herself in too much danger. But then there was a couple exchanges where, like, Cavillo felt the power and then she was like, yo, let me back up a bit. Let me keep backing up. But, but I think that's the problem was that, that yeah. and the girl, wasn't it, Andrea? Uh, Andrade. Andrade, yeah. She had a great footwork in the ring. Yeah. She was cutting off the ring. He wasn't jumping into shots. He wasn't throwing any jabs. She was like, you know what, let my footwork do the work here. Mm. And you couldn't just tell like what he said. When she cut off the ring, she got her close into her range in terms of the other opponent. Yeah. Cavillo, like she just hit her and she felt her sometimes and sometimes she hit her so hard the girl's like you know what yeah, this might be it the fact that she gets hit like that the girl was coming even more forward and it was like it was just a case of moment of time yeah the the thing was yeah about um, Cavillo what was happening was she was doing the right thing in the sense of like backing up but also while she was backing up she was still throwing so like yeah. normally when you have someone who's like chasing you down if you throw counters, they're going to back off a bit. Like, because they're, oh, shit, I can still get hit. Yeah. But when she was throwing the counters and hitting her, and George was like, this, this don't even hurt, man. Yeah. She kept coming forward, kept coming forward. And that's a big problem because it's like, what I can't do anything else other than try to counter. Even though if I'm hitting her and she's still not feeling it, then what can I do? What can I do in it? And then eventually it got to a point that, like you said, there was a more of a matter of time sort of thing. That, and, um, and George caught her a couple of times towards the end of the round. And then... Um, Cavillo, she just didn't have anything in response. She she sort of just like covered yeah. up and just was just waiting for the ref. Just I think because um, she realized the round was ending, she was thinking like, oh maybe if I just cover myself up for the last I like can five make it seconds, yeah. yeah. But then so. the referee's job isn't to like, ah, oh, let me see if she can hold up for the rest. It's of not the about how you can last, but how safe you are. Yeah, exactly. Like, she could have held a couple more punches. Like literally, as soon as the ref stopped it, the round ended. And yeah. it's like cover yourself up, move around, get out the yeah. way, like protect yourself at all times. That's what they say to you every single time before the fight starts. So yeah. if you're just standing there getting punched in the head, then you can't blame the ref at that point. That's all on you, isn't it? So yeah. like 
What, what did you What did you think of Cavillo? Because that was the first time both of us have seen her as well. I think she's got potential, Cavillo. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's finished in terms of like you know because with this sport in UFC, you're very much you know one loss and you're like next person in sort of thing, rotational door. But yeah, I don't think she's finished. I think she's got a lot of potential. I think she's got a lot of um, qualities about her. I think her punching and her her way of like you know keeping on her feet movement was was there. Yeah. I think the better footwork per opponent was in front of her on that, on that night like yesterday. Yeah. So it was like it was like, what could she do at that point? And, and I think she never really with her coaching team, her training, they never had plan B. Yeah, just, yeah, just, it was kind of because she didn't even attempt to take, take down. down nothing. Didn't try it was nothing. more a case of just, like, yeah. if this doesn't work, what would I, what do? I do? Yeah, and I think yeah, she was yeah. waiting to go back onto the the second round, talk to her team, be like, yeah, hey, I, yeah. can't, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, guys, what should I do? What? But at that point, the referee stopped it. It's like, you look like you're wounded. And and I, in the ring. I think that comes with experience as well, because obviously, Andrade, she's been around for a minute. So, like, um, in terms of career, she's got a decent record. She She's fifth ranked in that division. So, it's not like she's a nobody, but it, all of that comes with experience. So, now that she's seen that... But Andrade's got, like, she think she's the first woman to have 20... UFC yeah, fights. yeah, like she's been she's been about oh. for for a minute. She fights in different divisions as well. Yeah. So it's like for her, this is just another day in the another office. Day. But Korea, what she can do, she can take from that. She's gonna watch the fight back. She's gonna realize like I need to get more weapons in my like in my arsenal because yeah. there's no way I can like losses like this can can evolve a, per, a fight. Yeah, yeah, style. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you just you just learn the lesson. You're like, okay, cool, I can't. I can't just be a puncher bag for um, the whole thing. But um, yeah, it was a good fight. It was an entertaining fight to see. It was only one round, but it was a very like action-packed uh, action first round. Action-packed very, I think, a good performance from Andreda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on, we're going to go into the next fight, um, which is Rosenstroke versus Blades, a heavyweight fight. Rosenstroke makes me sleep. <laughs> Like he he tries to put people to sleep, but he just makes the crowd go to sleep instead. Like it yeah. was like it was so it was so funny to see her because like um, the girls went up first and the crowd was hyped, Hi. but they were they were excited for the fight for the fight. And then when they got to these man, they were booing. It was like oh come on, but like obviously we we always discuss this whether it's in boxing or UFC. It's like. The reason why heavyweights are so hesitant when it comes to fights because you can get knocked out any yeah. second, any punch, any punch, even a half punch that just catches you barely and you're finished. The great Ghani did to him. Yeah, exactly. That that punch didn't even. None really of the combinations connect. hit him that yeah. well. It was half punches being connected. Though. Just grazing him, <laughs> grazing <laughs> the wind, the force of it. <laughs> Caught him, hit him. He was like, I don't have the capacity. A man just <laughs> fell on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was not with it, man. but um. But yeah, it was um, it was uh, it was more the same from Rosenstreet. Like for me, yeah, when he first came onto the scene, I was he, he seemed um, excited. Didn't it? Let me ask you a question. Guy, knockout. Guy. Sorry, let me ask a question. Yeah. Do you think Rosenstreet is a one-trick pony? Yeah, 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 I think he is, isn't it? But when it comes to um, heavyweights, it's like you can kind of rely on that. It's like you know when um, we speak about someone like Derek Lewis, like yeah, you can kind of rely on that because it can take you far. It's like. As long as you don't come up against someone who's gonna grapple you for the whole yeah, fight, then but that's literally what happened in this case. And like, this is my first time seeing Curtis Blades fight, but no, I've seen him fight before Curtis Blades. Yeah, he's, but, he's decent. He's yeah. decent before. Like he ain't no pushover for sure. I've seen him fight before. But um, that's the thing. Like what, what we said about the first fight, um, the first um, fight that we spoke about is like, what's your plan B? And I think Curtis Blades, he has a plan B, plan C, plan D. Like when. When they were exchanging, it's not that Curtis Blades was getting caught, but I think he caught him, um, Rosenstruck caught him one time and he was like, okay, cool, we're not going to do this type of fighting, this ain't yeah. going to happen. Yeah. He just took him, he, he charged, he like sort of grappled him, pushed him out to the cage, tripped him, dropped him, took the first round. Just like that. That's how, when it comes to UFC, it's like the groundwork, if you can be dominant on the groundwork, yeah. it's like, it makes a big statement, isn't it? So he took that round, cool, round two, more the same. Took him down again. Don't take. That's two rounds. He's already round one. So that means for the third round, Rosenstruck has to come out. You got to get knocked. You're tired, man. Like even even the first first round when Blaze took him down, uh, Blaze was kind. Of, there was a part where he was just on the cage and like Blaze was just leaning his old body weight on his back, yeah. like making sure to tire him out. So by the time it came to the third round, Rosenstruck had nothing left, and it's like. It, it was a disappointing performance, but it was kind of an expected 
performance. I think from base, it was disappointing. For, I think overall, for the neutrals and for the fans' perspective, it was mm-hmm. quite disappointing. But I think for Blaze as well, it was very calculated. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good job enough to be like, you know what, I can throw punches or I can just suffocate this guy mm-hmm. and kill the round off. He can't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was exactly it. It was more... It was more of a case where Rosenstruck had to come out and do something, do something, do something about it, isn't it? Like, I feel like with UFC, especially three round fights, after the first one, once you get taken down and you can see which um, route this person's going to take, yeah. that second round, you have to come out and at least make it 50-50 in the yeah. sense of like, come at him hard because you don't, what you don't want, lose the first round, you lose the second round, then the third round, now you're chasing. You never in want In the third round, round, it's like, you're leaving up to the ref now. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, and, and if he knows, if I know the person across from me is obviously coming for a knockout, I just yeah. take him down again, and yeah. then that's it. And yeah. with UFC, if you win the first two rounds, the momentum's on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be a big like, it has to be a decisive final round for it yeah. to switch or be a draw or be anything like that. But we never got that. So Rosenstrup, he's back to square one again. He has to come out and come like he has to. Make a statement. He has to go back I to knocking people I haven't seen him have a big win yet, though. Like, recently, yeah. Recently. Yeah, recently. Like, like, where does he go from there? I, I, I don't know. For, for me, it's just you just have to go back to trying to knock people out. Make your fights entertaining, because I think that's the one thing about UFC is, like, you can get wins, but if they're not, like, convincing or, like, dominant or anything like that, you're just kind of, oh, yeah, you won. And we forget about you, and then we move on. But you come out, knock people out, or, like, at least be dominant in the fight it makes your name bubble up a bit more. People are like, oh no, I would like to see him against this person, him against that person, him against that person, but it's hard to say for Rosenstruck. The thing Shoot. is, yeah. it's kind of like in boxing where he could be now a case of a gatekeeper. Yeah. People use him to stack their, you know, wins. Like a, like a punching bag sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get them sort of over the hurdles. Because um, aesthetics-wise, he's a big guy, yeah. looks really strong, you don't really want to get into exchange with him, but... Sounds like arms... Yeah, it's <laughs> all <laughs> about UFC. Uh, like uh, we we could we could have bring you our review from that fight, but um, bruv <laughs> oh <laughs> like I feel like uh, we'll quickly go over this, but because um, it was a while ago, but um, that arms fight, yeah, it it just shows you like when you watch UFC and you see some of these fighters like being very active for 15, 25 minutes straight, yeah, you you. You have to put respect on them. Put respect on it, like because what Bouncer did to arms was just, like it was it was just it was funny to see in it, like mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it wasn't really a serious fight. It's not about muscle, about technique it, and yeah, skill, it, and learning the craft. I, I think arms came out thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna come and try to knock, knock um, this guy out. Uh, muscle, yeah. yeah, exactly. But but like Bouncer actually had a plan. Like yeah. I'm gonna take you down, be on top, and then win by doing that. Like That's you it. can do that in it, but. Obviously, it wasn't that entertaining because these guys aren't professional fighters and they don't have the stamina mm-hmm. for it. So, but looking even, at professionals in terms of Rosen Shrek, yeah, yeah, going back to that now, yeah, it it was more. You could see the difference in level and quality, but, yeah, 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 athletes and non-athletes. Obviously, um, respect to them too, man, for get, going into the ring. But yeah, I thought the boxing match at first, and then yeah, no, when the, when I heard it was an MMA fight, like from a while back, I was like, I'm surprised. I don't know what they're really gonna try and do, but. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just it just shows that UFC you can't really play around with that sport. Like yeah. you just have to let that one be in it. But um, yeah, in terms of this fight, uh, Blades, I think it was a decent performance for him. He didn't really have to do much. No. Wasn't sure he wasn't really throwing too much. He wasn't trying to win the fight. He was just kind of just in the ring. So moving on to um, this will actually be the final fight from the night that we'll talk about because, like I said, we're in the UK yeah. So when it comes to um, these UFC fights yeah. The main event, the cold main event, they're on at like 5am. And obviously the AJ fight was on. I was drinking. I was not staying up. (laughs) Wait, wait, he he was drinking responsibly. Yeah, responsibly, responsibly. There was no way I was going to stay up till 5am to watch um, the other fights. But this this fight here was more um, of the main... Like the most anticipated fight. Um, I'm talking about Diaz versus. It was Lolo. even. I don't think it was even a. Main, it was a main event, wasn't the like championship fight? No, no, no. It was the. It was before before the cold main event. Yeah. Because there were two championship fights. That yeah. Were, that I didn't. I didn't. See. But you know, they sold this UFC. Yeah, this was the one. based on Nick. Yeah, yeah. This was this was the one because it was the big return of Nick Diaz. Like after six years out. Six years. 
and then coming back into UFC and fighting another veteran in Robbie Lawler. Yeah. And then they had a fight a long time ago as well. Yeah, yeah. And these guys, they're the, like, it's the type of fight that you want to see. Like, it's like, um, obviously because they're older, it's not going to be as fast-paced and, like, entertaining. Yeah. That's what you would think. But but um, the type of fights they are, they just want to box. They just want to stand. They just want to strike. Yeah. They're, not, they're not here for the grappling. I think, I think what it was is, this is the UFC's response of, like, how can I say, equivalency to exhibition fights and boxing. Like, yeah, the this older the fighters, but they're still fighters. obviously competitive because still competitive, they're still, yeah. yeah, but they're not really fighting for to get to titles. No. They get to, they're just fighting more for legacy, legacy now. And it's like, Robbie Lola can look at him and be like, yeah, I beat Nick no. Diaz. Yeah. He was in like, shape, though. Yeah. Like he was in shape. Robbie Lola, he looked very much in, in shape, shape, but he's he's still fairly active. That's yeah. the thing, like, but Nick Diaz, he stopped. six years out, just look, the look of him, he didn't look. Look, look more pudgy. I think I think they were the thing was they were fighting to fight at welterweight, but um, they fought a weight higher yeah. or something like that. But that's why um, Robbie Lawler he looked more in shape because he was preparing for that welterweight fight, but yeah. the weight kind of changed or something Thanks, like that. And then I, I guess maybe it was because Nick Diaz couldn't make weight, so they just went upper weight. Yeah, because they, they wanted to make the fight happen. Yeah, yeah, the fight was going to happen regardless. And talking on the fight itself. You you saw the fight. Um, what what did you think of um, like the whole build up and the fight it, it, itself? I think it was a different type of Nick. Nick never had really had like a good relationship with the media. Yeah, he never really liked all the like pressers and stuff and doing interviews and how things are done in UFC. Like you got you got like Conor McGregor used to complain about it. But, like Nick Nick really complained about it a long time ago. Mm. So when I was watching the pressers. He was still Nick, but it was like he was more trying to embrace it at the moment and being more appreciative of the fact that you've been at the game for so long and people still appreciate you as what you've done for the sport, mm. your quality as well and stuff. And he was just like more excited to be with the fans and hearing them and whatnot. And even in his post, um, he was just like, you know what, I lost and I'm sorry I lost you guys, but thank you for coming out and stuff. I didn't want to make a mess of my blood everywhere, so I just pulled out and whatnot. Like oh, it was no. very, very different in terms of like he's taken a much of a not mature, but more of like a reserved sort of approach yeah, to it now. Yeah, yeah. Where he was more of the ringleader of the, mm. the Diaz family sort of thing. Diaz clan, Diaz army. Yeah. And now he's just like, you know what? Nate's taking the forefront of that. And like he was saying himself that Nate take the forefront. And like he's just more like, you know, in the background just doing his own thing. And he's a bit more older now, a bit more wiser now and stuff. And I just think he just didn't want to be in the ring just to see how he was and see how things are going right now. But I, I, I enjoyed the fact that, you know, he came back and... We got to see a Nick Diaz fight before. Who knows, might yeah. be the last one or not. If there's, if there's one thing about those two brothers, they do love fighting. So it's like, yeah, even yeah. if six years out, it's still like, why would you come back after six years? Well, yeah, why? For them two, it's kind of like, I just love fighting. You want me to fight? All right, cool, I'll fight. Like, I mean, Nate, 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 Nate's still active very much. Like, yeah. He's not winning all these fights, but he's still like, that guy, everyone knows, like, Nate, will, if he loses, he's losing on his own terms. Mm. No ref could come involved. Because yeah. he's built a reputation where, like, he'll fight, he's bleeding, and he's still coming forward. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the reference be like, you know what, that's just him. That's mm-hmm. how he fights. Keep the him, keep going. Yeah. Like, and I do think he'll probably have a big fight against Conor McGregor soon. Who, yeah, um, Nick? Yeah. So, they, they're going to land that one off again. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And that's oh, happening again. I, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. But, um, a trilogy, why not? It sells. It makes yeah. money. And um, in, terms of, in terms of the fight itself, um, Lola, he kind of came out. They both came out. Nick Diaz threw like some spinning head kick. I don't know why he did that. Missed. He was Robbie, 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 it, like yeah, but it wasn't even like a like a proper like. He looked like he didn't really even try. Like he looked off balance or whatever. Yeah. Robbie Lola just came up to him, smothered him straight away, throwing punches. Like came up very aggressive, hitting him hard. Like and then Nick Diaz was kind of more covering up. And if there's one thing that we do know, it's like these Diaz brothers, they can take a beating and yeah, yeah, stay yeah. stay around. So yeah, I think. Robbie Lola had to just be careful not to tire himself out too early because he's on the older side. These boys, they got duration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got they got that. They're like they're very durable uh, fighters. So it's like if I'm not going to knock him out at the first two, minute, cool. Let me just calm down. But you're still Bro- Robbie Lola was very very active in yeah. the first round. I would have said personally that he took that first round as well. And I think even when looking at the fight as well, I don't think Robbie Lola wanted it to end. I think he respect they. Yeah, we respect each other so much the fact that they come back and fight it now mm. to rekindle the fight they had years ago. 
Yeah. And I think when I think he dropped even Nick on the floor, he was like stand up, like not because he wanted him, didn't want to grapple, he was like stand up because I want us to finish the fight properly. Yeah. For yeah. the fans, for ourselves as well, innit? And the meaning when he blew the whistle, you basically think he's getting up, he went straight there to like show him some respect. Yeah. And I think there's always going to be respect between um, yeah, those older, guys, but. Yeah. Um, Cause they built, they built at UFC. Yeah, they built. It's built on their names. The Diaz yeah. brothers are a very big name when it comes to UFC. Yeah. But um, yeah, like the the fight itself, it was like 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 I was saying before. Um, Lola seemed a, a lot more aggressive. Nick Diaz was kind of backing up and still trying yeah. to just counter. And like he was still throwing, but he wasn't really throwing hard. He, it never looks like they're throwing hard, but it reminds me. It connects. It connects, isn't it? It's, when he was when he was fighting his prime, he was good fighter. Like he was mm. punching quicker. But I think when you're older and stuff. Everything catch up with you. The pace of the fight, the fight, the, the whole everything, energy. Like, yeah. like a run the rise which came back and shoot out for a bit. It's like the whole thing just catches up. People catch up to your speed. People catch up to your talent. Mm. They've got enough filming you to know, okay, this is what he does. This is what he likes to do. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, it, for me, um, it was kind of disappointing that Nick didn't get up after. So, basically, um, Robbie Lola sort of counted him, caught him with a right hook. He went and then knee. he went on his knee and then Robbie Lola threw an uppercut there, just missed him, didn't connect properly. And then Nick Diaz, he was ready, Nick Diaz was ready to go like like Robbie to get on top of him and like try to finish him like that. But then Robbie Lola backs up and basically says, ref, get him up. Like, come on, let's 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 fight. Like, let's go up. And then yeah. the ref asks Nick, do you want to continue? And Nick was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to get up. <laughs> I don't, don't want to continue. Nick said like, that shows me that that's a whole different guy now. Yeah, because like, because that's out of character. Like, Nick, character. I think a Nick Diaz who has a point to prove gets up. Gets up. But right now, you're in your older, it's like, bro, what's the point, man? Like, I've made my name. Like, yeah, like, I've made my name. Like, he's beat me up. Like, if I stand up now, he's probably going to, like, he's going to, he's going to finish me off. Like, like, so it was like, ah, uh, who cares? Yeah. Who cares, man? Like, but obviously, I say it's disappointing, but, it's UFC, you have to protect yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if, if you don't feel like you're mentally there, as a selfish fan, I always want to see them get up and at least try and finish. But mm-hmm. if you know you know your body better than anyone, if you realise that, boy, that guy hits hard, I'm not on this anymore. You hit the same type of box right? when you're yeah. a fighter anymore, like, you stop. I don't know if, I don't think Nick Diaz will, like, will never fight again, but is it, I like okay. you're saying, the, the McGregor fight, maybe, maybe, Maybe they might try to line that one up. Well, Nate, you mean Nate? Nick. Is Nick going to fight? Nick Nick won't fight again. Oh, okay. Nate will fight again. Yeah. So maybe Nate Nate is the younger one, isn't it? So yeah. Maybe maybe Nick actually does just say, you know what, fuck this, man. I'm done. I'm I'm tired, man. Like, I'm done. It's a nice paycheck, man. Yeah. It's a man, just a man, the young young generation, you know, who I am. Yeah, that's more of the way it is. I don't think it was a very good showing, but... Hey, you got but you got in the ring, man. That's you it. got in the ring, and you and you That's tried, it, you tried for yourself, sort of thing. But um, kudos to you, man. Respect yeah, to you. big respect. So yeah, now we're going to move into the world of boxing, and obviously it was a main event yesterday. Um, we're going to talk about the two London boys who fought the Sauce. Um, yeah, the Sauce. Okay. Scott very own um, Lawrence Okoli versus uh, Prazovic. Uh, Ab, what did you think of the fight? Because boxing is more of your realm. So how how do you think the fight went for Lawrence Coley? I think he did well. I think he did a good show. Um, I think he came out very with a Coley. Like he's got a he's his body shape. He's tall. He's rangy. Can cut the ring off easily. And I think what he did last night was just demonstrate. You know, it wasn't his cleanest. It wasn't his cleanest fight ever. He could have done a bit better in terms of like the punch he was landing, how he took, how he knocked the guy out. Yeah, it was more of like a follow-up punch to the rib cage, and then when he went down and stuff, a bit sloppy with the whole like holding of the head and whatnot. But I just felt like you know what, not every fight's gonna be pretty. Sometimes you go fight a bit rough. Sometimes you go, it's not gonna be always like clean. So he went in there, got the job done, and I think right now for him, it's about time for him to either go up into heavyweight or get a cruiserweight title fight because yeah. I think that's what's necessary for him I think he's proven himself now that you know he's like I think he's 16 or 17 and old. Yeah, 17 yeah, and yeah. so it's like right now you know when Anthony Joshua was 17 old, he had the like IBF title at that time so yeah, yeah I want to move up weight be a competitor or you know get a title in your name a bit more titles on your belt and stuff and whatnot. but Chris, congratulations to him had a great fight 
you know, represent Hackney where we're from as well. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Came, to came see. out to whipping excursion, like that vibe. But yeah, big fan. I think I think when you, what you mentioned about um, him like holding him and like fighting day, I think it's because it's awkward for Lawrence and Coley to fight like that because he's tall in it. He's like really lanky. Yeah. He's got long arms. So like, but I don't think it was intentional though because no, he's no, so no. tall. It yeah. looks like he's holding the head, but yeah, it's like yeah, he's yeah. just no leaning. Yeah, he's just, just like, like leaning into it too lean, much, and yeah. then. Um, like he 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 seemed like a lot more like patient than he normally is. Like he yeah. was like, I'm not I'm not running to knock this guy. I need to show some sort of yeah. like. Level but that's of, how like, you make your that's how you make your skill set be shown, and people be like, okay, let's make him a main event. Yeah, you know, two or something, or like you know, where can he be the next man? But I think he's being nurtured to be the heir apparent to AJ. Yeah. Because he's under AJ's promotion and Eddie Hearns as a mm-hmm. pair, as a sub company and AJ's one and then the main parent in terms of matchroom. So you can tell he's giving air apparent to the UK's boxing scene. Yeah. So one's in the works. Uh, we we have a lot of good um, UK boxers. Oh, good right crop. Now. So it's like um, with uh, Dubois as well. Dubois. Um, and then we got um, Ricky Hatton's son as well. Yeah. Fighting yeah. Two. So um, it, it's it's good to see like it's not just all on AJ or AJ's our only yeah. hope. Like, I think he's the forefront, but I think there's people behind us, yeah, that's, you yeah. know, following suit. And I think that's what we need. We've had a long time when we had like you know, Dennis Lewis, our only guy and stuff, and, and then we had like you know, just Prince David, Nazim and David Hay, David Hay, and Ricky Hatton, like and couple, We sent like one person to go for yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, Now even we got Chizora and White and yeah, all Chizora, of these fighters exactly. and stuff like that. So Tyson Fury as well. Yeah, Fury, forget, even forget him as well. How can you forget? Like you but, know, these are big crops of British fighters coming through and you know demonstrating their quality. But I think the only person that's able to go overseas and do something is only Tyson Fury. So yeah, they need someone to go over overseas and do something. Yeah, Having said that, though, Daniel the Bras one. Yeah, <laughs> when when he was on the Jake Paul on the card, yeah. and, he just and went also the Tommy Tommy Fury. Yeah, so. but that guy, he's a loser, man. Like, <laughs> 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 he's a dumb guy, man. But um, I think uh, personally. I think, um, what's it called, um, Lawrence Okoli, the issue that he's having is that, obviously, you want to have as many belts as you can, but the belts are all spread apart and, like, is everything, but he wants yeah. to unify them. So yeah. he's trying to, like, look, I just beat this guy. I want to I want to do the fights against whoever I have to fight to get the belt. So mm. he, he's more of um, When someone's more unified and has most of the belts, it's more easy to, it's more easy to be like, okay, I just want to face that guy. Yeah, and it makes, it makes you the go-to guy. You have to fight me. Yeah, but now when all the belts are spread out, it's like, shh, like, what belt do I want? Yeah, what yeah. Belt can I, like, what belt can hold more weight? And that's what AJ was doing before, like, get an IBF. He was running around collecting them all, like, um, yeah. Infinity Stones, like Thanos, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. But, um, collecting them all, because he knew, okay, all I can do to hold my weight here is hold the majority of the belts, not the main belt, but the majority mm-hmm. of the belts. So, mm-hmm. get the WBA, get the IBF, get the um, WBO as well. So, mm. it worked out. But, he lost it. All of them last night. Yeah, I'm, I mean, um, yeah, let's let's wrap up on Lawrence Okoli, then we'll get into AJ. But um, yeah, so um, the the knockout, like AB mentioned before, it was it was a uh, he he hit him in the head a couple of times. He dropped him um, yeah. the round before, but then um, this one it was more def- he didn't even see the punch coming. Caught him on like the side of his body. Yeah. And then the guy just he, he just said yeah I can't I, I can't continue man I can't I can't continue that like, he's he's too he's too strong for me but yeah it was a good win shout out Lawrence Okoli. um don't know about your rap career but you're a good boxer still so. yeah <laughs> so yeah maybe do I both Philip do both do, I, do I whatever don't know you why want athletes all feel they can like OC I don't say OC you can do whatever you want like you know if you feel you you got certain talents you know display them but I think don't make them a distraction. Yeah. Focus on your craft. But I feel Don't like, be another Adrian Broner. I feel I feel like every black boy from the inner city or ends or whatever you want to call it has written at least two bars. Yeah, yeah, at least they've two dabbled bars. into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then when you got the funding then you can actually make music videos and go to studios yeah. and that, then you might actually just try it a couple of times. But what he at least he didn't walk out to his own music, he's like, bro, like this is this is um, what's it called? This is what I sound like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Me. He's not. He's not. That's how. That's how you know he's separating the music from the boxing. It's yeah. not like yeah, look at me. I'm 
Lawrence Acoli, the boxer rapper, yeah. but yeah. He's no. not rapping it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Adrian Brody will come out, he'll start getting the mic and oh rapping for his Like, you know what I mean? That adds too much. Lawrence Acoli's like, focus on my boxing. Yeah. That's my side thing that I do, isn't it? But um, yeah. Moving on to the main event of. And the yep. new <laughs> unified heavyweight champion of the world, Usyk. Oh, yeah. God. Like. Well, we were we was watching that. Alexander Yusik came out, and I and I sat there. I was like, he could win this fight. Yeah, I remember you. You literally said that before the fight started. Obviously, me, I'm not too into boxing, so I've never seen Yusik fight before. But boy, you 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 called it. You was like, this ain't gonna be easy for AJ. AJ can lose this fight. That's the exact words you said. And then, boy, we saw it happen, man. Like AJ, AJ is such a funny fighter because it's like. When he was fighting all those bummy guys, he was so confident. He was walking in there, fuck it, you know, as I said, boom, that's... knock him out, boom, I... knock him out. And then now, after the Andy Ruiz fight, where he realized, but I can get touched, he's tried to, um, he's tried to change his fighting style to be a bit more reserved and like be a bit more like conservative. Like, oh, I'm just gonna try and find the right moment and all of that. But he spent so long trying to get into the fight. By the fifth round, he already lost the first four. Yeah. Because Usyk was yeah. on him. Yeah. Usyk was on him. Like, yeah. he was catching him. He was doing everything right. Yeah. And by then, AJ, you're already four rounds down. And then fifth round, he started coming a bit more into the sixth round, seventh round, yeah. eighth round. But then, I saw the scorecards yeah. from the judges. Um, one of the judges, I think it was Howard Foster, mm. um, scored AJ winning the last four rounds. Winning the last four? Four rounds. Yeah, but... Too late. I mean, but other, other two said no. He didn't win the last four rounds. He didn't win the last. AJ didn't win the last yeah. four. I yeah. think he lost the last two at least. Yeah, but I think I think what it is is that it's like we said that when AJ fighting the bummy guys and stuff, he was doing it, and then you know he didn't. He changed his style of boxing to be more reserved and a bit more still. Like I think the problem with AJ is this: is that he's learning on the job. Mm. He started boxing late, and he is very one-dimensional in the boxer in terms of he stands in the middle it looks like he's controlling the fight but he's not he's just very stiff he's got no mm, footwork very very stiff he thinks a jab will get him past things but eventually somebody with quick hand combination and who ducks and jives your jab will cut in and get into in, inside your body and throw punches and land on him he doesn't know how to move that well enough he's not as like a Klitschko or Fury where they're big but they can move they're very agile yeah I think the problem is is that as well since AJ has stopped doing arenas in terms of O2 and going to doing stadiums he is very much playing for the occasion and not yeah, for the fight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's I think point. the biggest problem right now is that every time you hear AJ fight it's associated with doing these numbers we're doing this stadium we're bringing this attraction we're doing this all these long walk-ins into the ring and stuff yeah, it's like all this big show the AJ on fire the fireworks AJ has to wear, always that. have to wear white to rep- like to like be like our, our version Muhammad Ali it's more of a case of get back to the groundwork and start fighting because people are sussing you out now yeah yeah you're getting sussed out you're, it's easy to be like okay this guy's gonna stand in the middle all I've got to do is duck this guy's jab and and fight from the inside not the outside mm. and he shoved, he struggled so much against southpaw fighters yeah all Usyk did yesterday was go to his his left hand side he couldn't yeah. do anything couldn't do anything like when we when we was watching the fight like and Usyk came out in the first like couple of rounds and he was moving around he wasn't standing still and everything like that I was even asking you like does he have stamina to do this for the whole fight? And he he was doing it. He, he was doing, doing it. It slowed he down. It. He but did it, it for doing. enough rounds enough round. to make it be like, okay, no, like AJ needs to do something about yeah. this. Because it started like, what what it was, it was like AJ was kind of like, just trying to work his way into the fight yeah. and then hopefully catch him at yeah. some point. Yeah. But Usyk was, just, he was just so light on his feet. He was like hitting him. He was, he was so active as well, and AJ was just standing there like not. That really was his first title fight in that division. Yeah, he's come from cruiserweight, and for me, I can only say this on record now: Usyk, in terms of skill set wise, mm. he is one of the best boxers in that division. The only reason why he will lose is because of his size and height. Yeah, 
That's the only reason why he would lose because he, the person's he's like bigger. Five, uh, six, six, four, six, something four. like that. And, and he's then got all the six, these heavy, six. Yeah, six, 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 seven. So, Fury, look, Fury, Wilder, and um, he's got big guys bigger than him. But he'll find a way to chop you down, yeah, and and get into side, get inside of you. And that's a very telling, like for telling, yeah. for someone that. Well, I'm saying that's when he's still a big guy. But to have that skill, it's the skill of boxing yeah. that. And them, really and them boys from the Ukraine, they, they they have a a catalogue of great fighters that come from Ukraine. You know, mm. the Klitschko brothers, yeah. Lemonchenko, and now the third heavyweight champion inside, you know, Ushik. So them them guys breed a lot of good fighters in Ukraine. Like yeah. it's no joke out there. Like they take boxing seriously. This ain't no he had nothing to lose. He ain't got no sponsors like that. Yeah, he ain't got yeah. no no revenue like that. No 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 purse like that. AJ's like, you know what? I'm the guy here. And I'm only going to fight in the UK now because if I go over to the front of the US, yeah. it's not really, it doesn't really work out well with British boxers when they go over there. So he understands you stay here and win your fights. Mm. You make them come to you. This is the second time AJ's lost his, his belts now. He's definitely going to do a rematch no matter what. He's going to, he's going to trigger the uh, release of the is, return. This is course. a big, a big difference between the Andy Ruiz one because Usyk is actually a, a better fighter. A better fight, like that fight was so it was very one sided from from early and from, from majority of the fight. And then you're thinking like, alright, cool. So let's say AJ goes away for like a year and a half, comes back and says like, alright, cool, I'm ready to fight. What changes in this fighting style? But that's the thing. That's, that's also the problem where we see in UFCs to go back to with Nick Diaz and AJ, mm. the lack of activity, activity and you know, being in the ring often shows. When you're, in, when you're inactive so much, you're missing out on the fact that you haven't been, you know, quite on your feet or alert in terms of how boxes are, how the boxing game is going, how the UFC mm-hmm. fights are going because, like, you need activity. And just, just confidence as well. Know what you can do. Like, yeah. Know how, know what your strengths are. Know what you need to work on and stuff yeah. like that. But, um... I'm even worried for, what's his name, um... Deontay Wilder. It's been a while, hasn't it? Since wow. he fought, two years. Two years. Two years. And then he's, obviously you're doing all the training camps making yourself look good but then you're walking into the ring against one of the best fighters in Tyson yeah. Fury. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. So, um, for him, that's that's going to be a problem for him to do it but in terms of AJ, this sets him back so much. Like, yeah. Like, because we're all talking about the big three, the, the Wilder, Fury, AJ, AJ but then now it's like Yo, AJ, you're not. You can't even hold on to your belts. Like all, you're the, not, you're all just of them, apart from Fury, has lost a fight. Yeah, all of them. But then, while they're losing to Fury, it's kind of like oh, it's, it's, it's more, more acceptable. Under, yeah, it's more acceptable than even you even last night losing to Usyk was a bit more acceptable. Yeah, but the fact that that's first Usyk's first title fight in, in the that division. Weight. That's your that's your weight class. That's where yeah. you should be the most dominant. You should have come out there. I think I think with with AJ, his loss is a bit more concerning. Because it's like you're, you're losing people people don't know and people that are just having their first opportunities. Whereas with Wilder, he's losing someone who's great. Like, Fury's great. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Fury was out for a bit because of, you know, external factors yeah. outside, of, outside of the ring. But his skill set is still unmatchable. And it's not, it's not even a case of like, oh, all right, cool, AJ lost. AJ was getting beat up. He was getting his ass awesome whooped. Whoops. Like, at the end of the fight... AJ could barely stand like he, yeah. he was he was done like he was he was hurt like proper hurt and and you're looking at that and you're thinking how can a guy come up to your weight and do that much damage yeah. to you and then you you want to get in the ring with Wilder and like Fury and that that's not that's it doesn't make sense them so fights like, them big fights everybody wants to see that's going back on the back burner again yeah that's I don't think push back happen. I don't think we'll get those fights no I think the only reason why someone like I would say Fury would fight AJ literally just to be to prove the point and shut the book like yeah. it's not because oh I want to take I mean or it can still like, happen without yeah. the belts yeah yeah it can still happen and the thing is it'll be a case of if Fury beats Wilder mm. and AJ loses to Usyk again Usyk again then Usyk and Fury can fight Wilder and AJ, AJ can that fight looks like and then the, the, the challenger who wins from that can go and fight uh, um, Fury the winner of, of the, um, yeah. Fury and Usyk if that happens I, th- I think that's the way it's, it's sort if of they get past their mandatory yeah. fight as well yeah I think it's more leaning towards a Wilder versus AJ fight but that would yeah. be later later I'm later. talking like maybe like five years from later. now like, Ooh, I think I think 
bit more I think about two three years but again everyone said that a couple years ago and it still happened so because it's like okay cool we still now we have to wait for the AJN thing uh, Usyk rematch yeah we have to see what happens with Wild if Wilder loses again to Fury then Wilder's gonna have to fight people in the middle just to make up for like um like to get himself back on a winning streak mm-hmm. and then he'll be like okay cool I'm calling out AJ now and yeah. then you know how long it's going to take for them to negotiate to do the, 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 where's the fight going to be AJ don't if AJ loses to Usyk let's say both of them lose to Fury and lose to Usyk again who's got more stake why Why should I go to USA why should I come to the UK like yeah. where does it happen yeah, does it mean neutral, neutral ground Dubai yeah. does it happen like who 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 knows but that's the thing I think for AJ, it's just like your legacy is like people lose in boxing, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's the thing, people lose. But because it's like so much of a like show with AJ, it's always like, no, we have to fight for this amount of money. No, we have to fight for this amount of money. Even because, harder as well. Yeah, because you do it like that, it's like oh, you're more focused on the money than actually being yeah. a good boxer. Yeah. Because if you just if you just walk in there, go have the fight, and you lose. Cool, I'll be back. I go mean, walk in I there mean. And fight. AJ does get involved sometimes, but he mm. does leave Eddie Hearns majority of times. But it's mm. still in the way of the boxers' good intention of being the best. And again, yeah, is it, it is it about being the best or is it about holding the belts and making the most money? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, it's the Mayweather effect, isn't it? It's, 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 it's killed boxing a bit. Yeah, like what the whole unbeaten records and like yeah, holding yeah. on to that. Too, yeah, yeah. too many people care about that people too much care now, too much. isn't it? Yeah, because. Every fighter I see, like, like even we were, we we mentioned it on a couple of pods ago about like everyone in boxing that like, kind of just has an undefeated record and then they fight. Like even Akoli, the guy who was fighting, he was undefeated as well, yeah. and then now he's not undefeated. And will we ever see that guy's name again? Never. Probably never in a big fight again. Yeah, like, so it's just really AJ is only really at the top because AJ is a star boy. Look at look at Lemonchenko. He lost one fight to Lopez. Mm. And now he wants to have that rematch. Lopez don't want the rematch. It's like, what can we do? Like, yeah. What, what uh, can we do? I don't. I don't know, man. AJ is is a tough one, isn't it? Like, well, obviously AJ is not gonna back down. He's gonna he's gonna try and come back. He want, You have to take the rematch. You have to yeah, do it. You, have to. you can't not do it because if you say, oh no, I'm not gonna do a rematch. That's you basically admitting he's a better fighter than me. Yeah, yeah. You okay. can't do that. You He'll have to. Do it. He'll do you it. have to He'll go in it. there. And even if you go in there and you lose again, you have to go in there with intent. I'm going to knock him out. I have to knock him out. There's no way I can beat him on the decision. That's what it's kind of like. So you can't take, you can't spend the first like, and I think it works in Usyk's favour because he knows like, you know how we talk about the corruption in boxing and stuff like that, how yeah. judges, they're very biased and stuff like that. So yeah. Usyk knows, I'm coming to UK, yeah. I have to set the pace. I yeah, have to be the guy, I have to be the dominant guy. So he straight knows that. And Because Usyk, sometimes in, box, in boxing, when you're, in, when you're the home fighter, yeah. you really want for the first round yeah exactly you get these the rounds that you would see a 50-50 they're yeah. already in your favour yeah so it's like like you saying like AJ won the last four rounds after he was on the ropes looking getting battered Batten in that up. last round and then eating looking, up hella glove and then someone said he won that round how they, the referees the, no, the judge said he won four rounds that's what I mean it's like you're looking at it and you're thinking like that doesn't even make sense but that's that's what happens it's all political it's all like whatever but if you're someone like Usyk, you've had to do that everywhere you go. You don't fight yeah. in Ukraine. No, don't there's no me. fights happening. No one going over there. You always have to come here. So no you're always coming as the, exactly. So a shout out to Usyk for coming and handling his business. He's a champion now. It was he even was it was fight. even his anniversary. Of Twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. He was yeah. like, bro, I've been away from my family for so long now. Like, I just want to go home now, bro. Yeah. Even though I posted that interview, the guy was chatting to him for bare long. Man, just wanted to go home, oh, bro. Like, yeah, but. But they respect each other though a lot though both of them you shit because I think they had they, was, they had a mutual respect they had a good like, yeah they, had the, they were taking pictures together and stuff and I think after the fight they even went to the locker room and took a picture together as yeah, well like yeah. there's mutual respect I think AJ has lost his belts two people he's like you know what respect to them like, the first time that he used to be that it's that first time winning these belts yeah you know like someone's second time so it's like you know what he 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 respects it I do think AJ should have had the post fight. Interview. interview however I understand why he didn't yeah when you're, when you're knocked out and stuff you're a bit druggy and stuff and whatnot, yeah, you, you don't want to be sta- you, you don't want to be stand up and be talking you can't be talking like you've got to sit down get yeah. paramedics checking and stuff see if you're okay and whatnot yeah, he, he looked he look hurt he looked hurt. He look hurt so but yeah he did speak inside his presser he yeah, posted yeah. presser like full on like, with a con- like everyone sitting there and he's like you know what I lost I was, like, the other guy was a better man simple as that but that's all it is that rematch is happening definitely 
How do you how do you think the rematch would go? Like what 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 do you see? What what do you think AJ needs to do in order to be able to put up a better fight? Like, do you think it's just a style? Do you think he needs to get rid of his training camp? Yeah. Do you, need, you think it's like, yeah, like what, yeah, what? yeah? I think he does need to, to try something different. I wouldn't say get rid of training camp. I think add to your training camp because I feel like there's something that your coach is not teaching you about footwork. Like, it's just not there. Mm. For me, personally, I just don't think he's able to move his body weight. He's too big. That's he's it. Too big. But then, AJ, I think AJ's scared of, like, if I lose all this weight that I've put on, do but, I lose my power yeah, as exactly, well? exactly. So then now it's less of... That's my... That's my. Um, that's, what makes, that's what makes Wilder so dangerous. Yeah. He's a skinny, skinny guy out of all these healthy weights and you drop them all. Mm. And then Fury is the big belly boy, and, but he's the quickest. Nothing makes sense, isn't it? So like AJ is kind of like to yeah. make it like an equalizer. I need to be bigger. Yeah. But then even the Andy Ruiz fight, the first one, AJ was big. The second one, AJ cut down a lot of weight. Yeah. To make him a bit more agile. But then now it's like it's still He's the gone same back thing. To it. It's still the same thing. Like I think so he needs to get a footwork trainer in there. Time to work on his stance. Go and stuff. weight watchers and all of that. All that stuff watchers. and be like, you know, okay, what can I do to be? Mm a better move in the ring, cut off the ring. If you're going to be a power puncher, you'll have to cut off the ring. Yeah. If you ain't got no pace, you'll have to cut off the ring. Because he wasn't even doing that. Like, I know we keep jumping from topic to topic. Like, we we were speaking about um, the first fight we spoke about with Andrade and Carrillo in UFC. She was cutting off the ring so that she could land her power shots. Yeah. AJ wasn't. AJ was kind of just in the middle and yeah. Usyk was just circling and around. He was, circling he was around following him. Usyk. Yeah, yeah, Rather yeah. than be like, okay, hold on. Then we cut him off. Cut, him, cut off. him off. Cut him off and then catch him. He was just, he was just kind of just standing, standing there. there. Letting Usyk dictate the pace. Yeah, and yeah, it's just... But quite to Usyk though. Yeah. Like, you know, he came in every game and he executed it. He done it fantastically well. Never gave up. Never went backward. Never stepped, never stepped back. Like, one probably the fifth one, he stepped back a bit. But like, after Q came in there, like eighth round, I was like, this game, this, this fight's done. Five I think, three. I think AJ's AJ's um, style lets his opponent get more confident yeah. because because what happens is you all you're being told is AJ is strong. AJ hits hard. He hits hard. But then if you get into the ring and you're five rounds in and the guy hasn't even really touched you, you're thinking, wait, what? Yeah. Nah, man. And then the, I think after the those middle rounds where it got to like the eighth round. He said, came out again. He got like a second wind where he got the energy back because he was like, bro, I can win this. I, I can win yeah. this. And then that's what happened in the end. So, uh, yeah, like you said, credit to him. Um, I, I will be tuning into more Usyk fights because I was really impressed by like yeah, how he's, he's was really like, He's, really, like he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. He's won gold medal in Olympics as well. He's been doing it for a long time. We're having great fights. The Ukraine boys are really good, man. And I think if he goes on to, you know, unify the belts again, Against the rematch, he should deserve to go and fight um, Titan Fury. Yeah, but, yeah, that's hopefully it will happen soon than we think. Hopefully, we see all the fights we want to see. Yeah, we um, we know how the politics of boxing goes. How yeah. they start dragging it around and all of that. Exactly. So, yeah, but I mean, we got a lot of fights happening coming up soon. Dillian White's fighting. Um, Deontay Wilder and Fury's fighting. Um, who else is fighting in the division? Quite a bit. Yeah, but. We need to see Garcia's fighting soon as well. Garcia, as yeah. Well. Different division, but yeah. he's a good fighter. Good fighter as well. But we need to see more people coming forward in that division to heavyweight because it just needs a bit more competition, I feel. Um, Dubois, is he heavyweight or light heavyweight? He's heavyweight. He's light heavyweight a bit. Light um, heavyweight. What is his profile like? Is it is it is does he need to get his name up a bit more to like? Yeah, that's why. That's why he took the fight over and um, Jake oh, pulled on the card to get like American attention and the, on the zone boxing as well. So it's like it's just, it's just some of these guys need to build their profile. And I think AJ losing is kind of like like he was saying about Coley. Like they look, they need to look for the new next apparent the start star star boy to push him to to the front of it, but. Yeah. Um, is all these unbeaten record stuff it just ruins like the whole it's like really boxing. giving people a second chance like alright cool AJ's lost two fights out of however many fights he's had yeah. and now people are rubbing him out saying he's done saying mm. he's finished saying he can't come back he, he he doesn't deserve to fight this person that person and those that are the fickle man people that don't know boxing properly. Yeah, but again a lot of us are fickle the reason yeah, exactly. the reason why a lot of um 
people who don't know boxing are watching boxing is because of AJ. Yeah. So it's kind of like, these are the opinions you're going to get. So it's kind of just like, uh, knowing AJ, he will go back, he will train, he would, he'll probably try some new stuff and then he will come back for this rematch. Hopefully he puts in a better performance. I always support him. I always want him to win. Yeah, cool. So it's just like, just put in a better show. Just, just, just want better. Yeah, just yeah. Want better for him. But, boy, it's not really looking too good. Two, in two two years or three years now, you lost your titles twice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Come on. Like, where's consistency in this? That's true, man. Yeah, yeah you just... The pressure's mounting on him too much. Yeah, it's too much pressure, man. Having all those belts and then losing losing one time and now everything's gone. Again. You can't, he probably went back and sat back in the locker and was like, Damn, yeah, I'm back at this point again. Okay. I don't have nothing. Like after pressure, the amount of pressure you win that rematch, mm-hmm. and it's not no, it ain't no no Andy Ruiz. No, no, no. Because the way we looked at the Andy Ruiz thing was kind of oh, I was lucky. Yeah, this one wasn't lucky. This one you you got back convinced in performance, like convinced oh. for me convinced. Yeah, unanimous decision mm. made clear sense. Yeah, also. Just want to give a quick shout out to somebody that's running for presidency in the Philippines or their own country, Manny Pacquiao. Our, our boy, our boy, Manny Pacquiao. Boy. That is someone I have to admire too in terms of boxing. Like mm. you know, eight divisions winning it, and now you're running for your country as president. Like that deserves some, you know, credit and some respect and what he's doing. And I feel you know. You don't see people come into sports and give back to their community. They're not just like, you see people come back and give back to their community, but give back to the whole country. Mm. That's that's credible in itself. And I think yeah. that should be noticed and really be um, highlighted in terms mm. of what he does. And this isn't just what he's doing now. He's been doing it for years in terms of people giving back to people in his home country for so long. So credit to him, man. Yeah. Shout out to him. But um, we're going to wrap up the podcast there. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed the uh, don't forget to get involved in the conversation. Use the pod, use the hashtag Hard Hits Podcast, and just let us let us know like what you think of the AJ fight. How, how you think AJ should move after this? Um, the UFC fights as well. Let us know on which um, events you're looking forward to. I know there's other stuff like that's in the works and more of like boxing. That's stuff that we we talk about quite a bit. Like the more. Um, Less serious fights in the terms yeah. of like Jake Paul and stuff like that. And <laughs> there's one, there's one lining up with Anderson Silva that's looking a bit more Anderson interesting. Silva, Anderson Silva won that he's fight. A go- Anderson, I didn't know. Me personally, I didn't know. He can fight. He can box. He's a boxer. I he didn't know that. I thought he was a kickboxer, but <laughs> Anderson Silva can fight, and he's an old man. But yo, box. that's the fight that look, that's looking like is in the works. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that when it gets a bit more close and when things get confirmed. Right now, it's looking like Tommy Fury might be fighting Jake Paul, whatever's yeah. happening, but we'll see, we'll see. But um, yeah, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.